0: Welcome to MarketScale Pro AV. I'm Sean Heath, and today I have an opportunity to have a conversation with John Harris. He's the Director of Business Development for Cinedec. John, how are you today?
1: I'm very well, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm doing very well,
1: thank you for asking.
0: Do me a favor. Give me the brief travel history of John Harris. How exactly did your global travels bring you to Cinedec?
1: Well, wow, that's a, a long story. I, I've been working in, in this industry for 35 years now, so feeling like one of the old boys in a very modern age. But um, yeah, I, I I completely by accident fell into the media industry. I applied for a, an electronics uh, job. I was applying for a digital electronics specialist for a, a company in the very old days called IVCC, um, who actually turned into a company called Abacus. So, quite a well-known company, still in operation a little bit now. But I, I started off as an, an, an electronics, digital digital specialization. And, and it was an exciting time in media. We, would, we were first moving away from analog uh, media to digital media. So there was a lot of innovation, a lot of new technology, a lot of new thoughts about how we handled it. And that. And was, it was a great time to be in there and, and very much encapsulates my whole career from that point onwards. I've, I've always been... Working for companies on the edge of technology in the media industry. I, I grew from Abacus. I entered into a more business and sales role. I then left Abacus and then joined a company called Ampex who were bringing about the very first compressed videotapes in the industry. So that's again, a, a leader in technology at the time and obviously a, a, a well-known and very respected supplier into the industry. You know, sadly they've, they've closed their doors now, but it's incredible to see how that transition has occurred on. Um, growing from Ampex, um, I then joined Avid, who I'm sure everybody knows. And I joined them at a time when they were the innovators in the industry for bringing about desktop editing on standard computers industry. It was a very marked revolution in our industry. And I was very much heading up business developments for Avid there in Europe at the time. Um, and that continued to grow. Um, and then finally led me, um, to the realization about how the media sex sector was being serviced and the approach of very traditional models of uh, resellers, etc. And, and I saw that as a, as a great opportunity. And I left Avid and co-founded a, a, a new reseller company in London called Route6 uh, with four other colleagues. And um, that turns into a very successful company and still is running today. Um, and, and we had exciting times. We really changed the way that we approached resellers with very strong engineering services, um, big support things. We were integrating and building systems, whereas traditionally retailers were moving the same bots from manufacturer to reseller to end user. We were actually integrating and building new systems. Sounds a very common way of working today, but um, you know, 20 odd years ago that, that wasn't the case. So it was a great time in my life to actually take charge of my own company and build it. Um, I left uh, Route 6 um, approximately five years ago now, um, and I actually emigrated from the UK to uh, Vancouver. Uh, uh, My wife's here, and um, she has family here, and we had a great opportunity to move out here. So we grabbed that, and we absolutely love living in Vancouver. Um, Since then, I was doing some consultancy. I worked for some time with a reseller in the UK called Digital Garage um, and and learned a lot about dealing from another reseller's perspective and, and what was going on. And that finally introduced me to CineDeck, who I first began um, business involvement with um, beginning of last year. Um, And I found that that enthusiasm and that technology sitting there inside CineDeck and it was in its own bubble and wasn't being released, um, which led to conversations I had with CineDeck, and finally um, I joined CineDeck at the beginning of this year. But as I say, I hope everyone understands that I've encapsulated the idea of. That energy and enthusiasm and technology has, has followed me through throughout my career all the time.
0: I find it interesting and 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 pretty exciting that over a 35-year career in the digital electronics slash pro-AV industry, that you've always been able to find the next thing that sparks your enthusiasm. You, that means that you've seen an awful lot of changes in the way that the industry basically every aspect of the industry. What specifically about Cinedec generated that new enthusiasm for you to step into the company?
1: It it really is the core of their technology. Uh, There's several things. Yeah. The core of the technology, but obviously the people you've got to enjoy the people you work with and, you know, they equally have to inspire you and support you. So I get that with Cinedec. Um, But with, with Cinedec, what I saw was, you know, here was an amazing technology that currently was primarily presented as um, fixing a, a, a major issue, um, a major issue that um, everyone experienced, but they didn't really realize they had that issue because they just fell into the trap of that's the way they work. So did fixed that. So that was exciting on its own, and I love that. But the beauty is what we haven't got out into the market is that we can change workflows radically. And the beauty about the way we can change workflows is this black file workflow, which is probably one of my main missions now is to start educating people on that and to understand how that can make such a difference. And, um, that, that, that's probably the key of what my enthusiasm is with this at this moment in time is I can make a real stamp on the marketplace with a big change in a workflow that's going to make big cost savings, big time savings, big energy savings on all the things I'm very excited by that. And hopefully you can hear that in my voice.
0: One of the biggest wastes of time, or let me rephrase that the most, if inefficient part of any project is the render because you can't do anything else. You just have to sit there and wait for it to render or go get a sandwich or go home and come back the next day. And I feel that one of the greatest frustrations is having to re-render when you have to insert and edit. That is something that Cinedec would like to remove. You would like that to not be the way people do work. Talk to me about the core technology and how you approach that frustration. Yeah,
1: and I I think there's a a basic um, thought process here on this. So and it's good that you said re-render we can't avoid the first render that's you know we we have to create that file there's no doubt but what we have to consider in all our workflows what when are we ever repeating the same task again you know and it this relates to, to data entry you know i've seen mam systems grow whereby people had to enter data in multiple times even though it's the same data but now we've got better workflows so that data transitions we have to consider every moment we should not be repeating ourselves, A, because of the, the time and energy involved, and B, because of the human error that occurs with that. So the great thing is what CineDeck have done is now taken the ideas, okay, you render a file, but we don't need to render anything that we haven't changed again. We're going to make a change. We can render and put that in, but that's the only, only element that we change. And that, that's key to that whole statement of all of our workflows and where we're going. What's interesting um, for CineDeck and our technology is, is we've examined that entire file and looked at the best ways that we can manage that. Um, so we, we can go in and we can actually work at binary level on every essence layer of that file. So when we talk about that file, people think of the, the name of the file could be a .mob, an .mxf, etc. But it will have you know, some fundamental elements. It will have a, a video codec stream and that could be the the Avid DNx the ProRes the XDCAM, the the ABC codec streams it will have the various audio tracks it will have closed captions it may have a metadata element the beauty about CineDeck is we can go into any one of those elements and make a change within them without affecting the rest of the data and without having to re-render the file um and and it's been really interesting that you know we arrived at this, this scenario because I think you know, when you and I talk about this, it seems an obvious thing. Why would you want to re-render every time? But the industry has fallen into the, this process of re rending and they didn't believe that we could do it this way. And I think, you know, I, I have to take my hat off to Charles, our CTO. He just refused to accept that was the way it has to work, and just went in and designed this, and with the development team, come up with this idea. So, my hat's off to them. But that's fundamentally what we do do it at Syndicate.
0: Now, based on your experience of about 20 years developing training and uh, presenting file-based workflows, you have developed the ability to break something down into its basic components in order to find a more efficient way to to train or a more efficient uh, way to present a workflow. And Cinedec has a, you guys have a range of products that allows the user to evolve as well. They can start simple and then they can really get to some ultimately pretty large-scale batch processing. Talk to me about that scalability and how important that is to you.
1: Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I, and I think the scalability is really important. We can't ask people to jump into the big picture straight away. We've got to migrate, you know, we, we, we have to manage that change. Um, so, you know, we've developed, you know, our core technologies presented in multiple products to enable that. Um, so, you know, in our software world, we now, we'll be launching IBC this year. Um, um, in Amsterdam, we, we have launched a, a new plugin that means from your, your editor, your, your premiere or your media composer, you can actually select a clip within your timeline and then say, I want to insert this clip, whether it's video or whether it's audio directly into an external finished rendered file without having to re-render it. So a really simple process. So you could be doing your, your, your production chain, render out your finished program, recognize you've got a change, and then just simply insert that change from the timeline into the finished file. It's a very simple way of operating, but the time savings are immense. The le- labor savings are immense. So it's a great way of introducing that idea. Um, that, that, that evolution grows um, from you know, the plug-in to our Cinex tools, this is our major selling product today, which is a standalone file-to-file editor. It allows us to select our source clips, select our master file, and insert every essence layer um, on that on that file, whether that's video, audio, closed captions, or metadata. And that that we're very well known to that with the main marketplaces today, but that's a, our biggest selling product today. You know, and I see people growing to that, to getting into more complex inserts, i.e. with metadata, i.e. with closed captions, etc., or maybe more complicated uh, restructuring of files, i.e. with the audio tracks. That's a, a big area that we can, you know, rebuild the audio tracks, but it really needs a much stronger interface than we can do from a plugin. So great that we can evolve to that process. And then once people start growing with that, they can then start recognizing, well, hang on, I've got quite a lot of volume of work going through that has very repetitive tasks. And those repetitive tasks could be, you know, audio track uh, remapping. They could be, you know, rebranding of the video track. You know, we might have a new disclaimer, we might have a new logo. We might have, you know, an international deliverable whereby, you know, we have an episodic series and we have to make, you know, 20 deliveries of that. Each one of those may have a different audio track. Each one may have a different slate at the beginning. But once the client starts recognizing that repetitive process and the benefits of insert editing rather than transcoding and re-rendering the whole file, they can then grow their CineX tools into our CineX API, which allows us to batch process those repetitive tasks time and time again.
0: In in your years in the industry, you've developed a, a relatively pragmatic viewpoint. You're able to look at the way things used to be done, and you're able to see... A better way to do them now how do you approach the the clients in the industry that number one they really may not know that there's a better way to do things but then they're hesitant to embrace the new deliverables the new functionalities how do you approach those types of clients
1: yeah and i i, I think that there are several reasons for these fears i mean the fear of change i think holds all of us sometimes in many areas but um it, we have a very interesting you know, angle on the, on this change concept because actually what we've done is we've brought back an old workflow into the world of file-based. So you had the ability to do insert edit when we worked and delivered tape. Obviously that technology has moved away and we've gone to file. So our change is actually, let's bring back the old workflow, but use it for files. So we don't have as major as a workflow change as, as what may be perceived. I think really it's the recognition that we can modify these files without making any other change to the data. And there's a fear of, Oh, well, that sounds really complicated. I'm not sure I can do that. But again, at the same time, we can go with clients, you know, and we can assure them, well, you know, we've gone through very extensive certifications with people like AMRA, MXF foundation, DPP, who've signed us off all in amazement in some ways because we had, you know, nearly double the. Uh, testing period that anybody else would have to go to with dealing with these files because they're disbelief that we can do this but they have signed and certified us as fully qualified insert edit tools um, within these codecs so we can go to the client and give them the confidence that you know we've gone through the certification we've made the effort of that and then with the clients you know we don't we work in a, you know, a gentle process you know we, we have to, to do a demonstration show them how that works we obviously have amazing case studies out there today so they can see other clients actively working this um, we, we obviously talk about the voice and the way they work um, here in Los Angeles at the moment in time but you know every country we have you know similar stories uh, we're doing ITN are giving us big um, publicity at the moment saying this has revolutionized the way they work. Um, we obviously have big uh, productions like Nat Geo and the Royal Wedding recently in the UK so there's a lot of confidence with the association of real life productions running at the same time. Um, but as I say, we also, you know, nurture that confidence and say, okay, let's give you a demo. Let's take you through those workflows and educate on that. And then what we do is we always give out a free trial license. We don't say, right, you have to buy now. We say, take a trial license. You get it for a week, and then you can you can play with that. You know, build up your confidence in that, and then you can say, okay, we're ready to go. And that's the typical gentle process that enables people to manage that change.
0: The thing I like about Cinedec is you admit you're not finished. You admit there are improvements to be made. You admit that you have an eye towards making your workflows and your process and your products even better. That's pretty rare. Not often do you have a company say, hey, you know what, this is great, but where do you see the next thing we're going to do? I think that is a healthy attitude for a company to take specifically in this space because of the changing technologies and the massive impact that those changes can have, uh, the changes in storage, the changes in data connection with regard to cloud-based operations. What do you see as being the next big step that Synedec is going to take?
1: Well, it's a, it's a big question. Um, and we have so much to, to, to do at this moment in time. I and mean, we're, we're still... If we look at our our marketplaces, and then probably you know when you and I talk, Sean, we can see you know North America, and we can see London and Europe, and these are high technology centres that you know are much more ready for this than NRS. us. But internationally, we're in a very different picture, and we're going to bring the whole world together. So, I, I, I personally have a big challenge immediately just to go more global and, and bring that information forward. But in in regards to the, the future and the changes, it's again we've got to look at the parallels in this, in other marketplaces today and just think where that fits for us. And I think we, we fit in a potentially very exciting way. Um, if we look at the parallels, you know, it's clear from our, our office IT to our render farms, to all these areas, the move to cloud is going to take over our marketplace. So I, I think it's undeniable. We, we absolutely have a major issue about moving the media industry to the the cloud just because of the size of the files we're dealing with and how we have to have a, a real time interaction it's not like with a word document if you open a word document if it takes 1 second or it takes 2 seconds it doesn't matter if you open a video it has to be immediate we cannot have any delay in what we're watching and what we're editing we can have no latency between what we're clicking on and what the video is on. it's a very very complicated world so it's always going to take more time, but we are going to be moving towards that with other doubt. And I think for us, for our you know, our longer term future games, you know, we have to take advantage of that because again, the scenario that we're in is when we work in with this media file, we only ever have to deal with the changes. If you can imagine a world of cloud where you have to upload the whole file every time you make a change, you know, the storage requirements, the network bandwidth, et cetera but then bring it into our concept of only change what needs to be changed. And then suddenly you're only moving changes around is a very interesting area. So I think, yes, you know, we look to look at the parallelisms of cloud and how we fit in that. And we clearly have an interesting model in that area, you know, and there's also a significant change that needs to be thought about, about reanalyzing all of our workflows and thinking, well, why are we transcoding? Why are we re-rendering that file every time? How can we apply this insert technology to make the savings that we need to make. Um, and I think we, we, we there, there's a whole wealth of different opportunities that we need to think about how we can fit in and bring that technology to it.
0: Well, you mentioned the work that Cinedec has done with The Voice in helping perfect their workflows. So for the final question today, I have to ask you, are you team Adam or are you team Blake?
1: <laughs> um, I, I think I have to go with Adam, without a doubt.
0: Blake, if you're listening, Hope that doesn't hurt your feelings, but the man has spoken. He made a choice. He stepped right up and answered the question. And, John, I really appreciate you taking the time to answer my questions today. Today, I've had a conversation with John Harris, the Director of Business Development for Synodac. John, thanks again so much. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you very much. I'm very glad
0: to participate.